Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Dalid, Pasuk Aleph, Fatab ben Adam, Kachlecha Levena. We saw yesterday at Perek Gimel very strange incidents where Yecheskel is transported at the Kaddish Baruch Hu's command from one location to another in order ostensibly to deliver a major nevuah that never happens. For example, we start on the banks of the Euphrates River, where he had seen the um, Maser Merkava, the incident with the chariots, and he's told to move further downward to a place called Tel Aviv. He stays in Tel Aviv for seven days awaiting word, none comes, then he's told to move to the valley, the Becca. Then he is told, go into this secluded house, lock yourself in, do not say a word, do not speak or communicate a nevuah. So now today, we are going to finally get what the instructions are, and it is even stranger than what we have seen hitherto. Says the Navi, and now, son of man, take a brick, a brick that is molded from clay, put it before you, engrave in this brick the name of the city Yerushalayim. The Radak and other Mephoshim say, why a brick? Uh, Radak and Paz would it not have been easier on a slate. Um, the Malbin gives a very simple but correct answer. One, the brick is what the city of Jerusalem is made of. A city is made of bricks. Two, a brick has the ability, because it's clay, to be shaped any way the maker of that brick wants it specifically the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We say that beautiful piyot on Kol Nidre night, Kihine kachomer biyad hayotzer, biyado marich biyado mekatzer. We all are like clay in the Kaddish Baruch Hu's hands. With one hand he can extend it, with the other he can contract it. So take a brick and engrave in it the name of the city of Yerushalayim. And now, now do the following on that brick. Lay a siege around it. Build a doyek could be a tower, a watchtower, or alternatively, doyek could be a catapult that the army uses to heave rocks over the wall. The shafakta aleha slala. Make a uh, ramp against it, good for storming the city. Um, place camps against it. Machanot Oleho. Vesim Oleho Karim Savir. And set up battering rams all around it. So on this brick, he writes the name of Yerushalayim and then puts engraving of all the accoutrements of a siege the catapult, the rampart, the um, the watchtower, 
now continues. Um, now take an iron pan and what you do with this iron pan you place it as if it were a wall of iron between you and the city and you face the city, you set your face against it, and then it will be b'matzar, it will be under siege, for you will lay siege to it, but sarta allow os hu leves Yisrael. It will be a symbol to Beis Yisrael. In other words, engrave the brick, put a steel barrier between it, it becomes the steel wall. It is so interesting, um, the Gemara in Brachos says that after the uh, destruction of the temple, there is an iron wall between the Kaddish Baruch Hu and B'nai Yisrael, and quotes this particular Pasuk in Yechezkel. Now it gets even stranger. After you do this steel barrier, the Atashchav al Sidecha Hasmoli lie on your left side, the Samta Esavon Beis Yisrael Olav, you will put the iniquities of Yisrael on it, Misbar Hayomim Asher Tishkav Olav Tisa Esavonam. The number of days that I am going to instruct you to lie upon your left will relate to their inquiry. Continues the Navi. Mismar Hayomim Asher Chishkovalov Tisa Esavonom will be neged their sins. Baninasati Lacha Eshne Avonom the Mismar Yomim Shlosh Meos Vitishim Yom Vinasasa Avon Beis Yisrael. You will spend 390 days. We don't know where that number comes from. There are different calculations. But the one that seems to be, in other words, against 390 years of sins, you will spend 390 nights sleeping on your left side. The left side we calculated is that there were 390 years from the death of Melech Shlomo, which is the point that the ten tribes seceded to the destruction of Yerushalayim. So that is 390 connected that 390. Now, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'chilisa es eile v'shechavta atzitcha hayimini. Now you will lie on your right side, Shainis v'nasosa es avon Yehuda, Arba'im yom l'shana, yom l'shana nesati lach. One night, 40 nights for each year of 40 years that, that we are calculating from the death of King Solomon uh, to the destruction of Yerushalayim was 40 years from the time they, uh, the iniquities during Shlomo's 40-year reign, rather. In other words, those 40 years are connected 
the Avonos they did in the period of Shlomo's reign. So 390 on the left, 40 on the right. Um, the reason the left is selected, the left is selected because of the sins of Beis Yisrael. On the left, we sleep as where on our heart. The heart is the seat of understanding and intelligence. The left, the other part, is Yehuda for the sins of Yehuda. Moreover, the Almatzar Yerushalayim Tochin Ponayech, and now face Yerushalayim, direct your attention towards the Matzar of Yerushalayim with your arm bare. Um, Literally, roll up your sleeve like a warrior, and prophesy against Yehuda. Because, view it as if I have tied you with ropes, so you will not turn from your left side. Until you have finished the day of your uh, the siege, you will not move from that spot. The Atan now gets even deeper. Now you take wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and spelt. Put all those into one vessel because you're not going to have that much. And then, make it as bread, as food for yourself, according matching the 390 days you slept on your left side, that is how many days you will eat that measure of these six different kinds of beans, many of inferior quality. It's not like chitim, uh, wheat. And after you finish those 390, uh, you are to do 40. And you are to have by weight 20 shkolim each day. That's in a 24-hour period. What we are doing is simulating the terrible lack of food B'nai Yisrael in Judea actually are sustaining under the siege of Nebuchadnezzar. And your water ration will be one-sixth of a hen again in a 24-hour period, at the same time, each day you shall drink it. You will eat a cake of barley, this whole mixture, and you shall bake it. You will bake it, not use it as an ingredient, but you will bake it with human excrement to bake it before their eyes. So now, let's stop for a second. 
what is going on here? First of all, is this real? Is the Kaddish Baruch Hu really telling him, sleep on your side 390 consecutive nights and then 40 consecutive nights? Is he saying, take this measure of barley, this thing of water, and you do that? Is he even saying, take the brick and the metal thing? And so we enter a tremendous fundamental machlokas between uh, Rishonim. The Rambam in his Mora Nevuchim says this is preposterous. This is, don't believe a moment that these, and he uses the word, shtuyos, that here the Navi is being asked to be done is really meant to be done literally. It's nonsensical. It is a vision. It is a chalom. Don't believe those other stories. And he cites this specifically, but he also cites some of the others we've learned where Yumiyo is supposed to strip bare, Yeshayo is to shave his head. They didn't really happen. It would be a bizoyom to the Navi, especially here. Yechezkel is a Kohen. What is he telling him to do? Um, the Ramban does not comment on this specific thing, but the Ramban says, no, this is real. And you've got Achronim, like Rabbi Yosef Albo says, of course it's real. Of course it's realistic. Why? Because the job of the Navi is to take on the Isurim that he is prophesying on B'nai Israel, And you cannot take on the Isurim unless you do exactly what you're told to do. So it's a tremendous machlokas. The Rambam has pages on it citing this incident. Now it's so fascinating because the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, why this food? Because the children of Israel ultimately will eat their food unclean among the nations where I am going to banish them. At this point, Yechezkel speaks up, and in a beautiful commentary, Reb Breuer says, he speaks up not about the suffering of the 390 days, not about the punishment he has to go through, but on the fact of what he is being forced to eat. Says Yeshayel, I said, God, I have not eaten treif or tuma food since my youth. Till now, the low bubble feed bus of Piggle, and Piggle comes, Piggle we know is the intent to sacrifice it for another purpose. But Piggle here means that even if it's technically kosher, if it's technically permissible, I never ate it. I went beyond the law, and because I was a Kohen, because I felt that way, I did not even eat this. And now, you're asking me to take excrement and cook it with tuma food? It, it's, it's something I have never done. Kodesh Baruch Hu responds to him, very interesting. I'm going to make it easier. Skip the human excrement as a cooking ingredient and take the excrement of animals as this is a step better.
So now, and you will prepare your food from them. And then the Kaddish says, I am breaking the staff of bread in Jerusalem, and people are going to come. And they in the siege they will have to weigh out their bread daily. and measure the Mayim carefully, like six of a hen, and they will drink it with consternation, with confusion. Why? Because they know that yes, the next forty days there will be nothing. Uh, and therefore, the 40 days from the seed to the destruction, everyone will be confounded, for they will pine away in their, in their iniquity. They realize the sin they have committed, they realize the destruction that's staring them in the face, the famine, the thirst, the absolute lack of food that faces them. And then tomorrow we will finally get a fuller version of this Nevoah. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. See you then. Do not miss it.